So we all know that the Halloween season is a special time filled with costumes, laughter, and those delightful trick-or-treat moments. But inevitably, that also means a mountain of candy that somehow sneaks into all of our homes. So it left me leaving myself with this question, and maybe you too, mom. What's a mom to do with all that Halloween candy? Well, today I've got some sweet secrets to share. We're going to go through and reveal how you can transform the candy chaos into healthy habits. Yes, healthy habits with Halloween. How about that? That will have your little ones learning about moderation, kindness, and nutritious choices. Who knew that Halloween could help your little ones grow spiritually, right? Well, I'm your host, Cheyenne, and I've been there, truly, surrounded by candy mountains and curious kids, not just my own, but also from my years of years of being a nanny and from a kid who struggled with weight myself. When I was a child, I was overweight, and into my teen years and young adulthood, I ended up having a struggle with obesity and candy was one of the culprits. So that's why in this episode, I'm going to help you dive into three fantastic ideas that will not only help you manage the candy craze, but also teach your children important life lessons. I like to look at it as a win-win. So mama, if you're ready to turn that Halloween sugar rush into a memorable learning experience for your kids, keep listening. This episode is packed with strategies that will make you a Halloween hero in your children's eyes and to the woman that you see when you look in the mirror. Let's go. Hey mama, welcome to the Energize Mama podcast. Do you want a better work-life balance and more time and energy? Do you find yourself thinking, how can I add more hours into the day? Or are you Googling how to deal with mom guilt and can my marriage survive toddlers? Do you wake up with big goals only to feel overwhelmed and defeated when you have no one to help you and your littles aren't listening to you again? Hey, I'm Cheyenne. I too was an exhausted mom away from the help of my family. I too felt constantly drained with a strong-willed toddler and wished I could find balance between being a wife, a mom, stepmom, and entrepreneur. I wanted more energy to give myself and my husband, to discipline my kids confidently and incorporate faith into our home, all the things, right? But I kept telling myself that I couldn't do it feeling this exhausted and without a community supporting around me until I found a healthy balance and endless energy in raising Jesus-loving littles. In this podcast, you will find that too. You will find time and energy boosting tips and tricks, guidance for disciplining your littles, and what to do when you have no help so that you will find balance between all your roles. Stop feeling drained and learn to trust your own mom tuition. Time to grab those headphones, pour that green smoothie, and get ready to get your daily energy boost. I've got you, mama. first time that you celebrated Halloween. I think many of us have those core memories from our childhood that usually start somewhere around three or four. And when I think back to some of my first memories, I often go back to playful times in my life, right? Maybe it was uh, something to do with dress up or a big occasion that I did. And when I think back of the times that were the most memorable for me, it had to do with celebrating holidays. And Halloween was one of those special moments. Now, my parents became Christians right around the time I was four, four and a half. So 
in that season of their lives, they weren't quite sure with how to celebrate the holiday in our home and keep our values intact. And um, But they knew that it was important for me to feel like I could at least still enjoy this holiday. Everyone else was celebrating it. So they at least let me, uh, you know, get dressed up, um, try on different costumes, and at the very least, go to our church's Halloween party or do trunk or treats. And so with even it being a Halloween celebration at church, church, no matter if, you know, we were around trick-or-treating, if it was a school party I had, or if it was a church party, there always was the common denominator, which was candy. So as Christian moms, I know that this, you know, Halloween, this, I've been doing episodes about how to celebrate Halloween in a more godly way, especially if you feel convicted and not wanting to say, do the typical culture, you know, ex, uh, expectation of trick-or-treating. Um, and I've been doing that on my previous episodes, episode 81, 82. And now here in 83, I'm speaking to you moms who, no matter what you decide, we just can't seem to escape candy. Even if you decide to not celebrate the, you know, Halloween family holiday, you know, at all, we can't escape what we see. Even when we go say into the grocery store, there are now aisles and aisles lined with candy. And so often that happens here in the States where, you know, we're on this like huge pendulum swing of like one holiday's done and then we get to the next one. And it just seems like once the back to school season is done, school starts, boom, you've got Halloween costumes and candy in your aisles. So what does all this get down to is that I'm assuming if you're listening to this episode, you've got some candy in your life and you'd like to know what the heck to do with it. So as I shared in my intro, I'm going to give you three tips what to do with the Halloween candy and make this, you know, this Halloween, this, this season not feel so daunting, especially if you're trying to teach your kids healthy eating habits. So the first tip that I have for you is actually going to encourage healthy eating habits in your children. And you may be thinking, wait a second. Okay. Halloween is the season where it discourages that, right? This is where there's an influx of eating. Even the holidays, you know, season here in the States, I know with Thanksgiving coming around the corner and Christmas, we all tend to pack on those holiday pounds, right? But I want to change our thinking on this. You can actually use this as a great learning opportunity to teach your kids about balance and about moderation. So the idea I have for you is to create a candy store at your home. You can set up a little mini store where you have the Halloween candy that your kids bring into your home, but also spice it up and add other healthy snacks that you may have um, in your home or that you want to go purchase at the grocery store and allow your kids to make choices. Make it fun. So in this way, you can have your kids come shop at this little candy store and they can pick out a certain amount of candy that you set the goal, you set the perimeter up, right? That they can shop for on their own at their own candy store. What's great is that you can actually make this a tool of allowing your kids to learn about uh, how you purchase things, how you, you know, spend money, how they can earn certain things as well. I heard the other day online that a family did something similar with Halloween candy, that they had their kids basically do chores around the house that they could earn Halloween candy. And so you can use the same philosophy and principle with your candy store. You can either create it to be just where it's something simple that you use more of a play aspect and you have your child come um, and pick out different foods. Maybe you say, okay, sweetie, for every Halloween candy, you have to choose a healthy snack. So you want that Twix bar? Well, here's an apple. Oh, you don't want the apple. What would you like? Would we pair it with a banana? 
great choice, you know, something as simple as that. Or especially if you have a little bit older kids, like maybe four or five year olds, maybe they're starting to do some chores around the house, or you can have them say pay for their candy in tickets maybe, or coins that you give them for doing the little things. And this way they'll actually get to um, feel that pride in that responsibility that you gave them and also them spending their own money, something they've worked hard for to earn that Halloween candy. This is a great tool that you can teach your kids about portion sizes and the importance of a balanced diet. So kind of teaching them where, you know, too much of a good thing becomes not a good thing, right? Too much Halloween candy is going to make us sick, you know, and so you can also as I shared before, pair it with a healthy snack or say um, that their tickets that they come, maybe they're good for so many pieces of Halloween candy, but they get to have more of the healthy snack because that healthy snack is going to help them become big and strong, right? So by using the candy store idea and following this approach, you're actually helping your children learn more about making empowering healthy choices and teaching them about moderation. Now on to tip two, it happens to be one of my personal favorites, you know, especially being a boy mom. I know that boys can be so rough and tough and go, go, go. And especially when they're little, right? When they're under the age of five, it is the, I think, age old saying that people will say that boys are harder to raise when they're little. And then you get to the teenage years and then it's the girls that are hard. So, um, well, we all know that candy has its effect on whether it's a boy or a girl in your family that can make Make your kids high energy. Sugar can just, you know, give us that instant crazy energy and, and go, go, go. And then it can make us crash, right? And by having something um, that we really want, this goes for adults too, it can make it really hard for us to think of others. So my goal is in this second tip to help teach generosity to your children. And so the second idea that I have for you is to create some kind of a system in your house that you can declare it as candy for a cause. So something that I think is very important for when our kids become toddlers and they start to comprehend bigger concepts, you can start to teach them about um, giving back, right? Thinking of other people besides themselves. I'm doing this a lot recently with my three and a half year old because now he has a little brother who's just starting to crawl and getting into his toys. And so we're learning all about sharing and thinking of others and making sure he doesn't leave his small um, toys on the ground so that his little brother doesn't, you know, ingest it and choke on it, right? So this is another way you can help your children think of others. What you can do is look into your neighborhood and look into your community and see if there is, say, a charity or a local shelter, whether it's a homeless shelter or maybe a shelter for kids and mothers, um, something that is a cause that you care about, something that maybe your child's uh, preschool maybe also, um, you know, supports or can care about. Select, Select something that you care about and you can actually Um, donate a portion of your candy to this cause. I know that uh, we are members of our local YMCA and for weeks they've been taking uh, candy donations for their specific trunk or treat event. Now obviously this is before Halloween um, and so they're accepting the candy to go out into the community that way. Um, But again, a quick Google search or if you ask other moms in your community to see who's accepting candy, there are a lot out there for especially disadvantaged families who may 
maybe um, don't get the opportunity to get their kids candy or take their kids trick-or-treating or again you know um, someone who lives at a shelter who having just even a little bit of candy could really brighten their day so again I just want to encourage you to see how this can be a valuable lesson for kids so that they can learn empathy they can uh, learn compassion and of course the joy that comes from giving to others Hey mama, can you believe it's already October? I mean, it's going to be Christmas before we know it. And if you're anything like me, it's been quite a whirlwind of keeping up with the little ones, hasn't it? I have a question for you. Do you ever find yourself wishing there was a way to just stop feeling emotionally drained? You're not alone if motherhood sometimes feels like an emotional roller coaster. Do you also wish that you could just basically have more energy, you know, for your husband, for yourself, for life in general? Well, I promise you, Mama, I've actually been in your shoes, and I know what it's like to crave more, wanting more from life than just being a mom. It is a dream worth pursuing. I know what it's like to feel overwhelmed, that never-ending stress, wondering where to even start to make a change in your life. I know what it's like to lack those healthy habits, the ones that you really want to do and have, but you're kind of totally in the dark which ones actually make a difference long-term. I've also struggled to create a plan, you know, feeling completely lost in creating realistic, sustainable strategies for myself. And, you know, ultimately just doubting myself, doubting your energy, wondering if it's even possible to feel energetic while wrangling a household full of littles. But now, Mama, I want you to imagine this. What if you woke up each day instead of feeling emotionally drained, but feeling refreshed with energy to spare? What if you had time for those cherished date nights with your husband? And what if me time actually became a regular part of your everyday routine? And what if you had a simple tailor-made plan that brought back your energy and allowed you to be the vibrant mama that you long to be all while at the same time, giving your kids the love and care that they need? Well, I have great news for you. That's exactly why I created the More Energy Method. It's your customized blueprint to reclaim your life from the chaos and inject boundless energy into your daily routine. Here's what I'll teach you. To decrease stress and increase energy. I'm going to give you practical strategies to make stress vanish and your energy soar. You'll have a super simple, personalized plan that'll establish new energy boosting habits without taking time away from your kids or demanding huge commitments. Because right, who's got time for that? You'll walk away with crystal clear clarity. You'll know exactly what to focus on. A foolproof plan. You know exactly how to do it. And perhaps most important, confidence. You'll have the confidence to make these changes last. So if you're ready to stop feeling overwhelmed the moment you wake up, to feel rejuvenated throughout the day and go to bed satisfied, even as a busy mom of littles, now's the time to take the leap. During the entire month of October, I'm offering an exclusive deal, 10% off my course and three bonus trainings. Don't miss out, mamas. Head over right now to energyformoms.com to grab your exclusive offer today before it expires on November 1st. It's time, mama, to shed the stress, regain yourself, and have energy to spare for you, your husband, and a life beyond just your littles. Let's do this together, mama. One last quick 
idea on that one is that I know my son, he really struggles with this concept about giving. You know, he's three and a half and recently we've tried to get him into the habit of when we are in secondhand stores and say he finds a toy that he really likes. Our rule in our house is that for every toy we bring in the house, we have to donate and give back to a child in need. And so we've noticed that when he actually makes the decision on what toy to donate, that he's much more willing to do it. So again, with the Halloween candy, instead of, you know, say you taking the bag and and telling your child, this is what we have to give, you know, maybe, yes, create some boundaries, a little bit of rules, maybe tell them how many pieces they have to give, um, but then let them choose it so that they feel more empowered, that this is a choice that they get to make, and then they really feel more connected to the giving and that they are actually doing this um, and can find that joy in giving to others. So uh, we've got our, our third tip already. Here we are, mamas. So I touched on this in the first tip, right, about healthy eating and creating that little candy store. Well, I, as a health coach and someone who's lost 100 pounds, and I'm currently on my postpartum journey of, of losing weight, letting go, you know, um, of this weight and, and making healthy choices for myself, one huge lesson that I always coach and I live out myself is moderation. I am so not someone that's about cutting out anything, right? Moderation really is the key, I believe, to a healthy and well-balanced life. And what a great lesson that we can teach our children as young as under five, right? These are the building blocks, the foundational years of their lives. And moderation is something that is going to set them up for success as they grow older and go into their young adult and eventually their adult life. So moderation when it comes to sweets and treats, of course, is also something that is a really positive thing to teach them and for us as well to live out. But we know there are some things that are easier said than done, right? Um, if you have a strong-willed toddler at home, you know that it's not as easy as just to say, okay, we're only going to have, you know, two brownies today. You know, they just often want to keep going more and more and more. Um, I know my son is obsessed with bananas and if he could, he would eat probably five or six a day. So we've had to teach him about moderation, even when it comes to healthy snacks. And so something that you can do with teaching moderation with Halloween candy is creating something I like to call the candy calendar. So you can create a calendar. Um, I often, when my lack of graphic skills or drawing skills, you know, fall short, I go to Canva. I absolutely love Canva. I create so many of my graphics and my Um, social postings that you guys would see in my private communities on my Instagram, you know, in Canva, it really is my like, right hand woman, like in technology form. And it helps me create the things that I need to survive, honestly, to thrive in my everyday mom life. And so what you can do is go into Canva and type in a calendar and you can just print out a calendar and you can set times or dates to where your kids can enjoy their candy, like a limited amount of candy over an extended period. And so maybe you have, you know, Fridays or candies days, maybe when they get home from preschool or when you've finished your um, homeschool, you know, agenda for the week, you can say, okay, baby, like this is when, you know, you've earned your candy for the week. This is when we get it. And also it's great because it's a great tool to teach kids like to look forward to something. You can even include like adding 
putting in a component of working towards it, you know, something they have to earn. It also allows them just to learn the importance of waiting for something that we really want. And another idea is that you can actually incorporate your candy calendar into your family routine. So say you want to allow a piece of candy as a dessert after dinner, right? So then your child is also learning about the flow of a day. When is dinner? Oh, dinner's in the evening and I get this after that. Or say during, you know, special occasions, you know, um, it can be bi-weekly. It's, it's all up to you how you spread it out. It's just a great way to teach your kids again how to wait for something, um, how to enjoy it um, and make it very special instead of something that they get all the time, right? And then it's going to ultimately encourage a balanced relationship with sweets. Bonus. That's right. I've got a bonus tip and perhaps I saved my favorite for last. So totally transparently, I heard this idea online earlier this week and there was some controversy over it, but I'm all, I'm all about stirring the pot. I'm all about, you know what, like no judgment, every mom for herself, meaning I'm going to give you the tip. I'm going to give you the idea and then you take it or leave it. You run with it if you like it. So, wow, this is sounding so scandalous already, right? So some of you, as I say this next sentence, you may have an eye roll or two, but I'm just going to go for it. How many of you have heard of or have done Elf on the Shelf? Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, feel some hand raises right there. Now, what about like a witch on the stitch or goblin or Matt the Bat or say ghost or pumpkin or scarecrow. Imagine any little cute Halloween character. Well, picture instead of elf on the shelf, one of these little Halloween characters sitting so sweetly on your front doorstep, ready to take your children's Halloween candy. Where that may sound a little sketchy, let me explain it a little bit to you. So in the same concept of elf on the shelf, or say even the Easter bunny, right? Some little cute little creature comes and visits your house and either leaves something or is watching something or does something cute or creative. This is the same kind of concept in that you can create a little fantasy, especially if your children are around three, four, and five. They have just the biggest imagination right now. They love playing make-believe and you can create something that resonates with your family, whether it's something more harvesty, a pumpkin, a scarecrow, um, or if you're a little okay with the creepy spooky, you can create a little playful cute, uh, again, a bat, a goblin, a zombie, or a witch. Give them a name, even allow your child to perhaps, you know, create it and decorate it with you. So now you've got that crafting opportunity with them. But say that just like you went trick-or-treating, baby. Now it is this witch's or this scarecrow's turn to go trick-or-treating. They're going to come here the night after Halloween and wait on our doorstep. And we're going to give them our Halloween candy. Now, again, you can decide it's up to you. Do you want to give them all of your Halloween candy? Do you want to give them just a certain amount? And you can show and share that with your child and actually do it with your child. Or maybe you do it separately after they go to bed. Um, but you would give this little creature that waits on your doorstep that does their own little trick or treat give them the Halloween candy. And then in the morning when your child wakes up, you can walk them out to the door and just imagine the excitement and the surprise when all of a sudden the candy and that little friend is gone. 
you can continue on with the story if you want to create some kind of land of make-believe that the you know little creature brought this candy away almost like santa going back up to the north pole so it's up to you how big or how little you want to expand on that story but again it's just an idea that may allow this to be less of a traumatic time for your child to say goodbye to their halloween candy more playful and something that actually you could create a tradition with every single year that you donate your candy to this little creature they bring it away to this little land and that you get to give them this candy just like in the following years you'll get to see them and you'll get to give them the candy again Ooh, and there you have it moms i am so proud of you for dedicating just an ounce of your day here at the Energized Mama podcast to really try to figure out, you know, what to do with all that Halloween candy. It shows that you're motivated. It shows that you're trying to figure something out. So please give yourself a pat on the back. Just as a quick reminder, each of these ideas were helping you really go ahead and grab those benefits of Halloween and helping promote healthy eating, fostering kindness, and teaching moderation to your littles. And you know what? That bonus tip, I think that really helped foster and encourage your child's imagination. So I think we can all agree those are all three to four wonderful opportunities that you can do while getting rid of some of that unhealthy food in your family's home. So the most important thing that I want to leave you with is just making sure that you choose the approach that most resonates with your family, with your family's values and goals. And please feel free to go ahead and share this episode. If something resonated with you or you think there's another mom out there in need that needs to know what the heck to do with her candy, how do we get through this holiday? How can I make it less of a trauma and something that we can actually enjoy as a family? Please feel free to share this episode. I just want to thank you so, so much for tuning in. I am so excited to hear more of your thoughts and your experiences. Of course, I would love to see your photos from what you guys decide to do. I would love to see those candy calendars or those stores or those little creatures that you guys create together. So please feel free to come share them with me on my social media. That's uh, on Instagram. You can find me at the dot energized dot mama and you can go ahead and find that in the show notes below make it really easy and clickable for you or please come and join me and the other moms like you in a private facebook community that i've created for moms who truly want to help their children grow spiritually physically and just a space for moms to be where there's no judgment. You can open up and find other moms who basically speak your language. Sometimes it's about sleepless nights. Sometimes it's about dirty diapers, but you will find a mom community that is so encouraging and so on fire for God. And I welcome each and every one of you to come join us. So again, I hope you all have had an absolutely fantastic Halloween. Enjoy this season getting into November. Please stay tuned because I have some really great episodes coming up about how to teach your toddler thankfulness and gratitude and how to enjoy this fall season and continue to grow together as a family. You're doing amazing. Keep your head up and I will see you on a future episode. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, leave my real. Hi, Mama. You're beautiful.